0: This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trashman.
1: What is up, everybody? I am your host, Garrett the Trashman, and this is Trash Talk. John, how are we doing today? We're just dandy today. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning, not very much wind. Had a great run this morning. I mean, count your many blessings. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, dude. Well, you ready to get into your rant?
0: I'm ready. Let's hear it. Okay, so my rant today is I... Came across someone else's um, definition of leadership, and it's kind of been on my mind the last few days. And I wanted to share it with you guys, and and kind of talk talk to it a little bit. I was reading something, and a guy he he defined the difference of leadership, and he used the difference between a leader and a manager. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how a manager maintains or or strives to maintain to keep the status quo, to keep the boat afloat, to just keep things how they are. And a leader goes forward to create mm-hmm. and to make something new or make it bigger or continue growing. But 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 he kind of made that distinguishment of of those two things and I found that interesting of like how often And then obviously, you know, after reading that, I asked myself, how often do I just try to maintain and how often am I in a mindset of creating something, of growing something, of continuing something um, further? And and it was kind of interesting to kind of look at things and say, okay, well, you know, what aspects of my life am I being a manager and what aspects of my life am I being a leader? (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I really just—it's been kind of eye-opening to kind of look at things and, and and kind of ask myself those questions of like, hey, you know, oh, where am I actually leading, and where am I just getting by?
1: Yeah. Well, and I would say the uh, the idea of maintaining is an illusion. Like yeah. that's not that's not something that happens. Like anyone that thinks they're just maintaining, like okay, yeah, we're we're keeping the status quo, isn't? that's that's not actually a Because you you're either growing or you're dying, yeah you're like it's up or down, mm-hmm. yeah, and you can maybe mitigate the decline, and so it's a very slow decline, but it's gonna either be a decline or a uh or you're gonna be growing mhm-, and so yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me i'm glad i i i define, i define leadership as creating and producing outcomes, yeah. And so like in that same sense, like if, if a manager is just waiting to catch whatever comes down, cause that's, that's how I see it in my mind when you're saying that, like a manager and, and I'm not saying managers cause I don't feel like my managers here that way, but in this sense, mm-hmm. a manager would be someone that's just waiting to see what comes to him Yeah. and he's going to react to it where a leader goes out there and creates it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And and it's just
0: I don't know, after reading that, I was just it, it's had me thinking of like, okay, what am I striving to always be in, in a mindset of creating more or how often do I create something and then set back and wait till I decline to a certain point before I continue creating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just continually creating.
1: Yep. Gets to us. It does. You gotta stay on top well, of sneaky, it. Sneaky sneaky. Yeah, buddy. So be out there creating, yo. Mm. Pretty simple. All right, so I was on a run Saturday, and just thinking about all the circumstances we've got going on, all the different things that are happening, and what came to my mind was it is going to be probably decades, years and years and years, that people are going to use the circumstances that we're in right now as an excuse to not um, be producing what they want to produce in their life. Um, you saw it in, um, you know, with 2008. You still hear people walking around talking about how, you know, if it wasn't for that, they would produce something so much better. And it's just it's sad. And and you hear people in the news tell you to do that. Like I heard a guy saying, oh, yeah, this is something that's going to loom over our lives for uh, ever. You know, like people that lived in the Great Depression, they always lived in the shadow of that. And that's how this is going to be. And that's not to say that, like, I know there's people that life savings have been destroyed. Their businesses have oh, been absolutely. destroyed. So it's not to say that it's not a big impact. And I've been quite blessed that it hasn't had nearly as big of an impact on my business as some others. Um, and that's not to say it won't, but as of right now, it hasn't. And I decided on that run that I would never for any period of time under any circumstances with anyone (laughs) ever use COVID-19 and the circumstances around it right now as an excuse for not producing what I want in my life. And so whatever challenges may come, whatever um, things, I'm never going to, use that as an excuse. I'm never going to point to it. Never. And I realized there was, um, you know, to your to your rant with the going out and creating, I realized I wasn't necessarily operating in that mode. It was kind of like, all right, let's buckle down and get through this. And sure, there's some financial things where you take action, you do that, but that doesn't mean that you can't spend time. All right, let's grow. Let's get more accounts. Let's do that. And so that was good mind shift for me on Saturday and, and I invite everyone to like sit down and decide if they're willing to make that commitment and that decision to not let it affect you. Um, because it's so much easier to just say, Hey, all right, well, and really all it is, is a story you tell yourself so you don't have to do the work. Yeah. Um, but if, if you decide that it's not going to be, you're not going to allow yourself to use that as an escape and just put your head down work. If, if we get the whole country to do this, this would be a tiny little hiccup that will be over oh, yeah. and gone like that. Couple so. months, a couple months from now, things would be back to normal. So I want to, well, we're already racing, at least in the markets, people yeah. are really, so I think there's a lot of hope for that, and I invite everyone to do that. Um, don't look for the government for answers. Don't yeah. look for all those other things. You know, if I, I I've applied for these um, forgivable loans and stuff, and if I get them, great. If not, like. I'm not looking for them as answers. It's just a tool that I'll use if it's available. And if it's not available, it's not a tool I'll use. So uh, I just, yeah, I encourage everyone to make that decision yourself and also invite others to make that decision because that's how a country we're going to get up and rolling again and actually come out of this stronger because I believe if we make that decision, we really will. We'll look back a year from now and be like, man, our dependent on other countries is less. We're stronger as a nation. We're, Tighter as families, tighter as communities, and just a better country. That uh, also we got reminded to look towards God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, truth. Yeah. Just just invite everyone to uh, make that decision as well. All right. So.
0: And and kind of to to put it into simple terms for myself, I think it boils down to taking responsibility for your own actions in your own life, and then also you know realizing that if I take responsibility for you know my own actions and and what's going on in my own life. That, you know, the creativity will come. Yeah.
1: When you see it to uh, relate it to sports, <clears throat> sometimes you might have a ref that's not going to call holding in a football game. He's yeah. just not. And you know what you do? You recognize that. You realize that's the rules you're playing with that game. And great players adapt and figure it out yeah. and keep playing. The bad players will sit there and whine, oh, well, the ref wouldn't call this holding. The ref wouldn't call holding. The ref wouldn't call holding. We would have won if the ref wouldn't have we'll started. Well, guess what? Rules change all the time of every game we're playing. Business yep. is nothing but game for adults.
0: Yep, uh, and I love that you've, you've said that for a while, and I love that you say that. That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite things you've ever said.
1: It's the truest thing, and when I recognized that, I was like, oh, my gosh, because I was so spun up about like finding my passion and everything. Like Everyone shoves down your throat, and I'm like, all right, why would I love lifting? Why would I love uh, football? Why would I love baseball? I'm like, oh, it's because it's a game. That's all business is. Yep. This this is the adult game Yep, with really fun prizes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that. That's a really good way to put it.
1: So, yeah, make that decision and get after it. So, uh, let's thank our sponsor real quick. Oh, Larson Waste. Larson Waste, mm. out there chug-a-lugging. Um, like I've said for the past couple weeks, you've got till the end of this month, if you are someone that's at home, Take advantage, get that yard cleaned up, get the house cleaned up, do your spring cleaning. Call us. We've got a good deal going on with our temporary dumpsters. You fill her up, we'll come dump her. We're not charging a delivery fee is a deal we've got going. So um, the discount will depend on where you live. So give us a call, give us your address. We'll get it out to you the next day. Bada bing, bada boom. Boom, baby. So uh, the other thing during our sponsor that I wanted to mention was this Worldwide Fast. That's going on. Oh, yeah. On um so john and i are both members of the church jesus christ and we had a conference this last weekend that we have um twice a year Mm -hmm. Um, many of you guys i'm sure are aware of this and anyway um we believe there's a living prophet today speaks for god just like you read about it in the scriptures and he had an invitation for the whole world and his invitation was this Friday, which happens to be Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Good old Easter's. Good old Easter's getting us prepped for Easter's. And he said, "Hey, I think it would be a great thing. Um, we did something in that conference to, you know, show our thanks as as uh, as uh, um, people to to God." And he said, "I also think it'd be a great idea if we had a worldwide fast." So I invite all the members of the church and. All our friends, anybody, any acquaintance.
0: If this is arriving to your ears and entering your
1: brain, you're invited. Exactly. So what it is is um day of fast and prayer. So Friday, this Friday, I don't know what the date is. Um, 12th? 12th, maybe. I don't know. This Friday, you know what it is. Yeah, today's the 7th. So tomorrow, what'd you say? 10th. 10th. So Friday the 10th. And, and what a fast looks like is you either do 24 hours without food or drink um and you pray during it and and then uh donate what you will have spent on that food to you know if you're a member we donate it to the church if you're not you know donate it to salvation army or whatever organization you believe whatever uh, cause floats your boat uh, mm-hmm. so it's either 24 hours or two meals um however you want to do it however works for you your situation your family whatever but we invite everyone to do it because i think it will be an incredible thing, and incredible things happen when um, we do things together. Mm hmm. Amen to that. I love it. So, let's dive into the meat of this podcast the center of the sandwich. The center of the sandwich, the steak in the steak and potatoes. The. I don't
0: know. That's all. That's <laughs> oh, all dude, I <laughs> you, were, you were building a roll. I was like, ooh, here we go. <laughs>
1: so, um,. I had a thought, and i it, it's a phrase that my grandpa told me, and he told me many, many times as I grew up, and he also told me in the podcast we had with him. So if you haven't listened to, listened to Advice from Buck, or I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's... My,
0: Something with Grandpa Buck.
1: Yeah, it's a podcast with my uh, Grandpa Buck that, uh, you know, he's lived an incredible life and is still living an incredible life. You've never seen an eight-year-old that just gets after it like that guy. That's so awesome. Uh, he just uh, springing his step, just getting things done. Um, anyway, he, uh, something he would always tell me is never have paralysis by analysis. Meaning don't overthink things. Basically, um, information is good. Data is good. I'm a big proponent of that. We want to gather as much information as possible, but don't let that keep you from acting. Now I'd always heard that as like, Hey, if you you know, if your gut's telling you to go talk to this customer, go talk to that customer. Don't wait and say, oh, well, I've got to, you know, make sure I've got the perfect price, make sure I this, that. Um, that's how I have always heard it. Um, Had you heard that phrase before? Yes, I have. And what, what came to your mind when you
0: hear that phrase? Um, my take is a little bit different of more so it was um, take the action that's needed instead of Waiting to figure out the perfect plan.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that that's very similar to to how I was seeing it. But I really saw just on one side of things, meaning like the growth side. Oh yeah. Um, and I yesterday it occurred for me as hey, this also is um, applicable to the mitigation side, mm-hmm. the preparation side. Um, for example, with the situations we've got going right now. Um, I believe I mentioned this, but um, I had a a call with um, eight other business leaders, nine other business leaders. Most of them are significantly older than me, um, and all of them had gone through the circumstances around 2007, 2008, and the um, recession that we had there. Mm -hmm. And they were all business owners at that time. And we talked a lot about the whole thing and everything the the end topic that boiled down to is those that took action soon made it through it and actually came out better for it. Um, Because there's a principle just like that that stays in motion tends to stay in motion. Same principle or a similar principle to that is the sooner an action is taken in a situation, the bigger impact it has on that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what they were like. Hey, yeah, like you, the sooner you take action, the bigger impact it will have. Um, so what that made in my business was, okay, let's look at anywhere we can cut costs. Um, and you know that, that in any business, there's a million ways you can cut. Um, and there's also absolutely essential things. There's strategic things mm-hmm. and there's luxuries. And so we went, we went to chopping and then that occurred for me that like, Oh my gosh, this paralysis by analysis, it's exactly the same because as I talked to other business owners, there was, I, I kept hearing kind of a denial that we could possibly be heading down down a uh, road that would get that way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, no, this isn't happening. Oh, we'll get the checks for the government and it'll be fine. Oh, well, I've got to see, you know, how this is effect- it will affect us before I can make any decisions. You know, yada, yada. Basically, we need the data. Mm-hmm. And I realized, holy cow, this is paralysis by analysis. Yeah. It's the same thing. In either direction, it's just used an excuse to not take action. Um, because out of those three things I listed, the luxuries, the strategic, and the absolutely essential, if you cut any of those, it's never it's never easy. Yeah. Like, it's never comfortable to do. Um, at least, it has never been comfortable for me to do, I guess I should say. Um, and... So you I, I, I have empathy for that. You want to have all the knowledge and all the data so everyone you can say, Hey, look, this is why X, Y, and Z and it makes total logical sense. But just like selling isn't logical, yeah. but just like Grant Cardone says you're always being sold or be sold, yep. it's all emotional. Yeah. And so that's where I think you even have more power sometimes before you have the data to say, Hey, my gut's telling me this isn't going right and you know what? Here's what I don't want to ever wake up to one day. So we're going to take action of this right now as we're gathering the data, mm. and um, yeah, it's it just so useful, and it. Uh, you know, when we were talking about this topic, it didn't occur to me until we were talking about it. But um, even our government's response to yeah. this whole situation has been very similar, and and I've been kind of on the train this past week or so of like, give us the data. We need the data now, but. I'm actually quite impressed and and it speaks to who we have as president right now oh yeah as a businessman mm-hmm. um, because I think politicians by nature really want all the data okay how are people gonna react to this okay this okay give me all the data yada yada um, where in business generally you just don't have the time to do that yeah by the time you have the data it's a little bit too late most of the time whether it's Oh, I'm going to wait to talk to that person until I have all the data to see if I can sell them. Someone's already got in and sold them. Yep. Um, Or if it's like this, and oh, I've got to take some mitigating action. Time's already passed before you uh, get all the data. And, you know, we saw the government do that. It was like, hey, let's stop the travel. Yep. Let's shut things down. When we're still waiting on data, and I'm kind of screaming now, like, hey, we got to have that data soon because this is having other effects that are really bad. Yep. But, um, you know, it's crunch time. It's crunch time. Yeah. So, anyway, I've talked a lot, John. Do you have anything to to share about what I've been saying? Well, first off, I don't know who it was, but
0: I saw someone on. It was a post on, I think, Instagram, and someone said, "Never waste a good crisis." Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, "Politician." No, it it was some sort of. It was one of the influencers that one of the people I because I typically only follow like family or influencers on mm-hmm. on social media. I try to. And there's basically like never waste a good crisis. Like if you're, if there's a crisis, guess what? It's time to take action. Yeah, There's opportunity in it. Time to get something done Mm -hmm. because like you were saying, it's going to, you're going to keep your momentum. Whereas everyone else is going to lose their momentum. And then when the crisis ends, you're all the further ahead Mm -hmm. of your competition. And, and, and I was thinking about that while you were talking about that. But then also, you know, it's, Taking action and, and going with your gut will always bring clarity and, and take away fear. And, and it always brings the solutions quicker than waiting for the solutions. Mm-hmm. Being active and seeking out the solution and taking, taking the time to do the things that, that you feel like you need to do and whatever it is. And, and right now we've got plenty of situation to, to deal with. Um, will bring the, the answers a heck of a lot quicker than just waiting, okay, well, let me know when you get that report back, and then I can start making my decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, it just speeds up the process. And most of the time, if you go with your gut, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, you may swing and miss and, or, or something like that. But it, your, your odds of success and your odds of coming out better go through the roof.
1: Well, I would say I would rather swing and miss and have gone with my gut and get to live or die on that mm-hmm. than wait and then spend the rest of the time pointing of, oh, well, that person didn't give me the information fast enough. This is why that. This is why that. I'd much rather make a decision that's on me and get to live or die on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, which – and, and if, uh, if, if you don't love that, then – you're probably not in the right position if you're leading um, leading anything, yeah. whether you own the business or the leader of the business or him and your family. Like, man, it's leadership is about being able to make that call. Yeah.
0: So. And, and, and the crazy thing is, is once you build that as kind of a habit, like it doesn't solve uncertainty in life in the slightest. Mm-hmm. But what it does do is it brings a certainty to you that you'll figure it out that yeah. you'll get through it like whenever something gets thrown in your face you just know that if you take action and go with your gut and 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 try to just do as much as you can and 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 apply the right principles something's good going to going to is going to happen and yeah. is going to come of it and you don't you can't control everything but you can control that you know there will be a good outcome eventually yeah Instead of the 50-50 of a good or bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I love that. I think that's fantastic. I do too. Well, everybody, be taking action. Be around it. Um, and man, I've just got so much empathy for someone that's sitting at home wishing they could be at work or it's you know doing something. But all I can say is just just try just start taking action. You've got some idea sitting there. Mm-hmm. Move on it. Move on it right now. So. Appreciate you guys listening. Give us a five-star review. Peace.